Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 82, Exploring New Interests. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? I am fantastic. I feel like I'm on fire (laughs) this past week. Oh my gosh, you guys, are you in the five-day reset that's happening right now? Um, If you're not, you should definitely sign up for the next one because the ladies in there are also on fire and they are drinking significantly less, learning how to feel their feelings, uncovering the reasons why they're drinking. Like they're learning so much in such a short, compact time period. I'm so excited for all of them. If you are in the five-day reset, you guys rock. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for volunteering. Thank you for engaging. It is so fun for me to help guide you through this and see how quickly you can get results. So give yourselves a pat on the back. <laughs> and you guys, if you're on, if you're not on my email list, why the heck not? Because you get notifications of these free classes that I get. Oftentimes with the podcast, like it's recorded and then you know, there's some time lag there for you to sign up for these types of things. So the easiest way to get the first notification of when I'm offering a free class or a program, or you can join one of my paid coaching programs is to be on my email list. So head over to Angela Masenic, that's A-N-G-E-L-A-M-A-S-C-E-N-I-K.com. And you'll see a little place to sign up to receive my top three podcast episodes. You enter your email address and then I'm going to email you the most popular downloaded podcast episodes right to your inbox and then you'll be on my email list and you'll get all those notifications. All right. And I also send out amazing like ideas and learnings and teachings to help you stop over drinking. So you don't want to miss out on that. Okay. So I get a lot of questions about what to do when we're not over drinking. (laughs) Everyone's worried like, well, what do I do in the evenings, right? Like I'm not going to be drinking. What am I going to be doing? And people get a little panicky about that. And so I was suggested to develop a podcast episode about exploring new interests. So that's what we're going to talk about today. This is a fun one. So we all worry about this, right? Because like the reason why some of us drink in the evening is because out of boredom, okay? Or they're feeling stressed or anxious at the end of the day, or they just want to relax and unwind. And they're like, well, if I'm not drinking, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do, (laughs) right? So what I want to suggest to you is to change that thought. First of all, we don't want to think, I don't know what to do, because when we think that, that just causes confusion and confusion literally is like a crank on our brain. It's like, right. It just shuts down any idea of being creative or open or resourceful, right? Confusion just stops us and we don't do anything. And then we just stay stuck. Okay. So don't say, I don't know what to do. If you're an adult, you've got things to do, (laughs) 
<laughs> right? Like, I'm sure there's a drawer that needs to be organized or some repairs that need to be made in your home or go clean your car, right? Like, there's so many things you can do. But when you think, I don't know what to do, you're not open to it. So decide that you're open to learning what to do, right? Make a list of all the things you haven't been doing, okay? So, like, if drinking in the evening has been distracting you from other things, like what haven't you been doing that you'd like to do? Start there and just get your notebook out and make a list. If you haven't been connecting with your spouse, right? Instead of like escaping with a bottle of wine in your laptop, <laughs> maybe having some scheduled time with your spouse. You could have sex, you could read, you could meal prep for tomorrow, like make your dinner ahead of time for tomorrow. You could sketch. You could like sit outside in your back patio and look at the trees and draw a bird or draw a tree or something. You could paint. You could call your mom. (laughs) You could call your sister or your friend. You could go for a walk. Think about, this is what I've also done. Think about what your interests were as a young kid or an adult. What you liked to do or what you thought about doing when you were a child and some and explore there. Like, so maybe you thought like when you were a kid, you wanted to be a veterinarian. I may have thought that. <laughs> I wanted to be a veterinarian um, when I was a kid and I loved animals. So like, is there something in your past that you're like, oh, if I could have done anything in the whole world, this is what I would have done. What is that for you? We all have something. Okay. And then write that down. And then if like that was, if that thing was to work with animals, Look up volunteering at an animal shelter or volunteering to rescue at a rescue organization where you could walk dogs or, um, you know, I've had clients tell me that they shuttle dogs, like rescue dogs, like they'll take on a shift of driving a rescue dog from their city to like the next city three hours away, right? Like there's so many things like in the animal rescue realm that you could, if that's a high interest for you to check out to occupy your time, okay? Volunteering. All that stuff. If you've ever had dreams of being a rock star (laughs) as a child, look up some online guitar lessons or voice lessons and sign up and pay somebody to do that. Okay? Remember, when you pay for things, you are more invested into them and then you're actually going to do it. Right? Just looking on YouTube videos and, you know, putzing around and trying out the free stuff isn't, we don't have skin in the game and we're not going to make it a thing. Right? If you wanted to be an entrepreneur, right? If you wanted to run your own business, but you haven't, right? Maybe you just start by creating a blog. Do some research. How do I start a blog? How do I start writing? How do I start sharing my ideas into the world? You have this gift of yourself. You have a unique gift to share with the world. And the world wants to hear what you have to say, I promise. So just start writing. Like if you don't want to, you know, take the time to figure out the technical stuff, just start writing the story of your life. What is interesting about your life? What do you know that nobody else knows? That's a really good question to ask yourself, okay? The point is here that the list of things to do are literally endless, right? But you have to give your opportunity you have to give yourself the opportunity to be bored and to process those feelings you haven't been willing to feel instead of drinking to discover this. Okay? So boredom, like nobody wants to feel bored, right? They don't want to feel restless or bored. So we're like, we try to circumvent that and avoid that feeling by keeping ourselves busy. And that's not what I suggest you do at all. I say, you know, make a drink plan, follow everything I tell you about drinking, 
take a break, whatever that is, make a commitment to doing that yourself, and then allow yourself to feel those feelings in the evening. And those feelings will are like our little messaging system to ourselves. They are here to tell us stuff. So if you actually allow yourself to be bored, your brain might say, oh, we could do this. Oh, we could do this and start getting creative. Like the boredom will serve you into thinking differently instead of being distracted by scrolling on Facebook or going online and shopping or putzing around and watching Netflix or drinking, right? Let yourself be bored. It's going to open up ideas for you. Okay. Think about like what it was like when you were younger. We didn't have all of this instant gratification going on everywhere, right? Like we had to figure things out. Most of us didn't have TV and iPhones and iPads. Like when we were younger, we were forced to like use our minds to be creative and we did things from that place, right? We explored interests, we played, we had relationships, we make believe, all of that, right? So tap into that. Use your boredom here and don't worry about not having something to do right away. Let yourself have some space. Let yourself have some downtime. Gosh darn it. (laughs) Right? Like part of the reasons like so many of us drink is like we have so much going on. What if you just allowed yourself to relax? What if you just allowed yourself to, you know, be present with your body and you lay on your bed and you just tune into how you're feeling and sort of review the day and sort of reconnect with yourself? That's probably what you really want to do. And it's so much better for you than just keeping yourself busy. But it's good to have some ideas, right? Because like we have our whole evening. Usually most of us now are wrapping up work five or six o'clock. We're not going to bed at like nine or 10. There's three or four hours there of shit that we could be doing or time of, of activities that we could spend doing, right? So make your list, explore some options. Like, you know, look at, like I mentioned, look at the dreams that you had as a kid. What could you explore now as an adult? What do you have time for? right? Share your story, do some writing and look at how you're thinking about exploring those interests. Okay. Notice what your brain has to say about it. Oh, that sucks. That's going to take too much time. I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to do that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. (laughs) Remember how your brain is motivated. It's motivated and you're motivated to seek pleasure and avoid pain and conserve energy. So it's going to take some time and some patience for you to find the things that you enjoy doing. And you're going to have to do things that you don't want to do in the moment. Okay. So you're going to have to commit to something. You don't have to, but you want to, if you're going to try to establish some new habits and some new routines, commit to doing some activity that sounds interesting, right? that perks your interest a little bit and you put it on your calendar in the evening and you commit to doing that thing even when in the moment you don't feel like it. Okay, so this is so important for you guys to understand. If you want to start establishing new habits, remember desire to do something is learned by doing. (laughs) Okay, just like the desire to drink was learned over time. You weren't born with it, okay? So to desire, say, playing the guitar, you're going to have to play the guitar even when you don't have a desire to do it. You have to be willing to wait for that desire in the future. The pleasure of being able to complete a whole song without looking at your fingers and making mistakes, that's what you're working towards. 
It's going to take being willing to be uncomfortable and doing things that you may not want to do, like repeating the same chord over and over and over and over again. <laughs> might know a little bit about that. So relearning new pleasure activities, adding more pleasure into your life during the day. Like think about the reason why we are tending to overdrink or to overeat at the end of the day in the first place, right? It's like we're looking for that little hit of pleasure. We're looking for that little reward because we aren't getting enough joy and pleasure in the rest of the areas of our lives, okay? So if you're stressed all day at your job and you're working thing to the thing to the thing and taking care of the kids and managing the household and all of that, there's no pleasure in there. You're not pausing and feeling and taking 15, 20 minute, you know, breaks during the day to go for a walk outside and let the sun hit your skin and listen to some really fun songs or, you know, calling a friend or taking a bath or like, you know, really sitting down and enjoying your lunch, right? Like we're not doing those things. And so at the end of the day, and remember your brain likes to conserve energy. It doesn't like to put forth much effort to getting the pleasure. It's lazy. Remember that? So it's going to motivate you to get the easiest pleasurable thing available. And that's usually food or alcohol. Okay. So we want to train your brain and to seek out other types of pleasure activities and be willing to wait for that pleasure on the other side. Okay. So that takes doing things over and over again before they become pleasurable and knowing that it will like it. Like I didn't used to love running. Now I love running. Now I love what it feels like when I'm like really pushing myself when it's hot outside and I'm running fast. Like I really enjoy that. I get a lot of pleasure from that. And then afterwards I'm like, I'm a total badass. You know, that to me gives me pleasure and my brain motivates me to do that now without much thought. Like I just run (laughs) and I try to do it at least every other day, if not more. Okay. And if I don't, then it's like, I'm, I'm getting the urge to do it and I'm not honoring that. It's very uncomfortable. It's very similar to the feeling of the urge to drink and not drinking. Okay. If I get the urge to run and I don't run, I don't like that. I prefer not to be in that feeling. So I end up running that it flips Your pleasure activities flips. You guys see that? But it takes being conscious. It takes being willing to think about being open to new ideas and being willing to kind of like pick something up like the guitar or a drawing lesson and like going at it for a few weeks and like realizing, I'm not really into this. Putting that down and then going trying something else. Okay? So don't worry so much like, oh, if I commit to this or it's going to be a long-term thing or a long-term hobby. It doesn't have to be right? You can always change your mind later, but give it a solid amount of time to really see if it's just like you don't enjoy it at all and you're totally not open to it or if you can get some more experience with it and learn how to do that new skill and then you actually enjoy it. Because if you think about any new skill that you learn how to do, right, at the beginning it sucks. You don't know how to do it. It's like riding a bike. You have to fall off your bike a million times before you enjoy riding your bike, right? So give yourself enough opportunity there and space and and patience to have the willingness to discover if you do like it. Are you guys following me here? It's the same thing with learning how to stop over drinking. You don't know how to do that yet. 
And while you're doing it, it's super uncomfortable and you don't know if you're doing it right and you have a bunch of failures, but eventually you will do it. Like if you keep at it and you keep evaluating, you keep learning from your mistakes, you will stop over drinking. That's the beautiful part of this is like never giving up in your pursuit of these types of things. So you have to be willing to be uncomfortable when you're exploring new habits and new patterns and new new interests that you want to explore to get to the comfortableness of it being natural for you. Think about babies learning how to walk. Think about learning how to ride a bike, learning how to swim, learning a new job learning how to feel your feelings, learning how to be somebody that doesn't drink during the week, learning how to be somebody that only drinks one at a social event or goes on a vacation without drinking, right? You have to learn how to do that. And the practice of that is often uncomfortable, but you have to be willing to wait for that pleasure in the end. So that's it, my friend. Make a list. Tell yourself I'm open to exploring how I can think about what I do with my time differently. I wonder what I would want to do. And then sit down with your journal, write out the list of possibilities there, and just put a couple things on your calendar and give it a little bit of time. Show up and tell yourself, I'm going to do this anyway, even if I don't feel like it in the moment, and let yourself explore that activity. I recommend planning what you're going to do anyway, even if you're not exploring new interests, if you're not drinking during the week and you normally drink during the week or on the weekends and you don't have something planned to do, like that could be a disaster waiting to happen. Remember, we don't want to make decisions in the moment. When you make decisions in the moment, that is fueled by your primitive function of your brain. You're seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, saving energy. So you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. What am I going to do? And your brain's like, "Mm, wine, Mm, food, Mm, Netflix, (laughs) right? It's going to motivate you to go do something that's easy pleasure, right? So it's better if you have something, some idea planned ahead of time. So you're not making those kind of decisions in the moment. All right, my friends. All right, get over there and sign up for to get on my email list, AngelaMesenic.com. And if you want to explore joining my amazing small group coaching program, Stop Over Drinking and Start Living, I'm actively enrolling the next round. So get on over there, put your application in for a 20-minute phone call with me. The link to do that is in the show notes as well. And we'll talk to see if joining my group coaching program is a good fit for you. Talk to you guys next week. Bye for now.